I think I was trying so hard not to say fuck that I just, I said it almost immediately. I only had one eating ass joke back then. Even in my young days, I was still talking about it. Ain't no fucking fish on there, I'll tell you that. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the next installment of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. It's the next episode, everybody. Your old pal Joe checking in with you. How's it going? What's happening? What's going on? How was your uh, last week? Your weekend, everything. You doing good? Hope you're doing well out there. Doing is whatever the fuck you're doing. Hopefully you're doing something. Staying productive. Making big things for yourself in 2021 with your yourself, your mind, and of course your big, giant, spiritual cock. Thanks for checking out the Psychedelic Experience, everybody. The number one rated podcast by people with huge spiritual cocks. So thanks for tuning in. And just by listening, guess what? Your dick is like the Grinch's heart. Grew a little bit a little bit bigger today just by tuning in. So thanks. If you want to support the podcast, head on over to uh, patreon.com slash utilize shrooms. You could do that, five bucks a month. And uh, that's what it is. It's over there at patreon.com slash utilize shrooms. Uh, other than that, that's all the business, people. Light business, you know. Got some other stuff going on, uh, but I'll let you know whenever that uh, gets together. I'm not going to talk about shit that I'm doing. I'm just going to do the shit, and then uh, and then you'll hear about it once I have it out. But what's happening, man? You guys doing all right? Where are we at here? The third week, almost something like that of uh, of January. We're making it through. We're doing all right so far. It's been, you know, we've had some some flare-ups, but but so far so good, right? What a good time, people. I uh, did a show last Friday in uh, in Duluth, in Duluth, Georgia, at a nice place called uh, Red Clay Foundry Music. Red Clay Music Foundry. It's the other way around. Red Clay Music Foundry. And uh, it's like 30 minutes away from here, which ain't no big deal. I was excited, you know, I got to do, I was told I was going to do like 20 minutes, 20, 25 minutes, very, always excited to do a fucking, you know, longer set. That always feels nice. Uh, But I did not know it was supposed to be a clean show, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) up until, up until I got there, Uh, maybe 10, 15 minutes before the show started, you know. And hey, I've done clean sets in the past, but the last time I did a clean 20 minutes has been well over a year. And I just don't know if I have the cleanness in me anymore. Because within, I was doing my best. I didn't do no no booty jokes. I kept all those out. Uh, You know, no filthy, no filthy jokes. I didn't talk about everything that I love. That's the part of people that you want. You got to do a clean set. It's like, I can't talk about nothing I love. Is that what you're telling me? That was the thing. Like you drove me, you had me drive 30 minutes out here to tell me I can't say fuck. And I swear to God, people, within, within six sentences, I said fuck. I was trying, I think I was trying so hard not to say fuck that I just, I said it almost immediately. <laughs> and then I said it right before I ended too. I made it the whole, the whole set 
without saying it except at the very beginning and the very end by mistake. What are you supposed to do? I don't know. There were only seven people there. And it's like, I'm just, I haven't had a clean thought this whole year. You know what I mean? And I just, when I talk, I just swear. I say fuck a lot. I'm sure you all have noticed that. That it, uh, I curse quite a bit. But I'm just talking. That's just how I talk, you know? And it's the, I just this idea that, they originally wanted the show clean, right? This was their whole thing because they would stream it like outside of the building or whatever, but they weren't doing that tonight. Like put it on a projector screen or just have the audio playing or some shit for the public so they could just walk around. And if they go, oh, there's a nice, a nice wholesome comedy show going on in there. Let's head in, you know, but it can't be a filthy comedy show because you can't be cursing on the street, I guess. But they didn't do that. So there was just seven people, seven grown adults in there. And I still was not able to to swear. Made it through. I did 30 minutes by mistake anyway. I went way over my time. <laughs> I was still having fun trying to talk to these people, trying to figure out what, what the fuck they thought was funny. We had some good moments. I did decent. It was a decent set for seven people for 30 minutes. But I did say fuck, and now uh, I've had a guilty conscience about conscience. I've had a guilty conscience about it for fucking whatever today is, two, three days now. All because I said fuck. I just don't even want to do clean shows anymore, man. I don't care. I don't want to do, as far as comedy goes, it's with anything in life right now. I don't want to do anything that I don't want to do. I want to do what the fuck it is I want to do. You know what I mean? And I want to swear when I tell jokes and talk to people. That's what the fuck I want to do. And I want, to, I want the booty man to show up every fucking set I do right now. I don't care. I want to have fucking fun. And me trying to dust off old jokes from a clean feature set that I did a year and a half ago ain't fucking fun, man. It just ain't for me. And I'm not trying to be rude or disrespectful or anything like that, you know, but I'm just over the shit. I've I worked my ass off to be able to do clean sets and whatever. And it's just like, I just don't, I don't care, man. I don't care <laughs> about doing clean fucking jokes for adults, you know, because they can't handle the F word. It's like, grow the fuck up. You know what I mean? We're adults here. You ask me to do a clean fucking show. If I had known it was clean, I might, I, might have, I might have turned it down, to be honest with you. It's like, you want to do 2025 and it's going to be clean and drive a half an hour? Nah, nah, man, I'm probably good, you know. But it's all right. It's all fun. There's no, I don't feel, I feel bad that I swore, but I'm not mad at anybody about the show. You know what I mean? I just don't want to do clean shit anymore. I want to do... Uh, what the fuck it is that I do, man. I've worked so hard at doing the thing that I do. And then people, hey, do you want to do, do you want to kind of do what you do? And it's like, no, I do what I do. And I talk about eating ass and I say fuck when I do stand up. And the truth of the matter is people fucking love it, man. I swear to God they do. 
I've dealt with it so much from doing stand-up where you go up there and you like people are like they're worried about your jokes being dirty or whatever. You know what I mean? But I'm not bullshitting anybody. That's my whole thing with, with swearing and talking about all the shit that I talk about that's considered dirty or blue or whatever the fuck it is. It's like I don't think of it that way. So when I'm saying this shit, like I don't think I think people take it differently because they know I'm not trying to be I'm not being like an offensive dude. I just am who I am. And I think people pick up on that during sets. You know what I mean? I swear to God, I've, I've made people laugh at, at eating ass jokes or whatever it is that would normally have no business laughing at those jokes. But I think because it's a genuine thing, people respond to it. My first, my first fucking uh, tryout at the club in Nashville, you know, I did like a Wednesday. Mary Lynn Rise Cub was, uh, was headlining that night. She was doing a one-nighter. She, what was she, Chloe on 24 or some shit like that? I saw her like a year and a half ago. That lady is one of the, I've only met her twice, but she has been one of the kindest fucking people and she's just real fun to hang out with that lady's dope as shit Marilyn rise cubs cool as fuck like one of the coolest famous people or whatever that i've ever met has been Marilyn rise cubs she's so dope and just kind of she's weird and funny and just like i don't know kind of a spazzy way she's great i love her to death but i was doing a try that was like my test show because i'd done i guess i've done some like showcases or whatever and have done well on those uh but this was like my first real show you know, so there was a host who did like 10, 12, and then I was doing like an eight to 10 minute set. And then there was a feature in Maryland Rise Cub. But nobody told me that I couldn't do what the fuck I had planned to do. No one said a goddamn thing about the context or the content. And it sold out on a Wednesday. And Zany's in Nashville is like 350. You know what I mean? Like 350 people packed in this room. And I've never been, you know, I've never done comedy to sold out show before. Or anything like that, man. It was fucking, it was awesome. It was so much fun. And I fucking ripped it, bro. I'm not trying to toot my own horn or blow smoke up my ass, but I fucking ripped it. And I did, I only had one eating ass joke back then. Even in my young days, I was still talking about it. (laughs) I'm still trying to make it good. But it fucking, bro, I told the joke in the room, fucking, the roof blew off the fucking thing. And it was so much fucking fun. And then as soon as I got off stage, uh, the guy who gave the checks was like immediately in my face. And was like, you can't, no, you can't talk, no dirty jokes, no talking about ass, don't say fuck, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like immediately, like killed the buzz I had. Uh, But then, so I felt bad, you know what I mean? I didn't know I wasn't supposed to do that or whatever. And... And anyway, they started booking me anyway, (laughs) but I couldn't, if I was going to host or whatever, I couldn't do that. But I just, it was so confusing because apparently they were like, he was apologizing to Marilyn for the joke on my behalf while I was still on stage. And she could not give a shit about the joke. You know what I mean? She did not care at all. She just was happy that people were laughing. You know, and then from the business side, they're like, ah, you're being too dirty. And I was like, oh, but I, I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought if everybody, I thought if the whole room laughed, I thought I didn't think anybody would say shit to me. You know what I mean? But, you know, you live and learn, I guess, people. 
But I've been dealing with this shit forever. And people are like, you got to be clean. It's like, why, man? These people, they get it. They get what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I just don't want to do it, especially at this point. Especially at this point in the world, I don't want to try and have to tap dance more than I fucking do for people, man. If you want like a 10-minute little yuck set <laughs> where I don't say fuck, that's fine. But I ain't... You know, I don't want to close any shows doing clean material anymore. I just don't care about it. I really don't. My heart's not in it. I'm trying to dust off the old van jokes, and my heart's not in that too because it's not like a real thing to me anymore. So maybe I need to go back and work on those jokes, but the van jokes are old, and it's just like... And that's the thing. It was a moment... If I ever do like an album, I'll try and get the, the van jokes on it. But it was just, a, you know, the moment has passed, people. My life, I, I've moved on. So the material and shit has changed. Everything, everything, how I deliver jokes, everything's changed. But now I can't, you know. Pussy is some, sometimes pussy is a punchline, you know. And then now I'm going to try and say vagina. Vagina is not as funny as saying pussy. I got a joke about writing on bathroom walls and there's a thing where i say fuck chuck and it's just the two ucks that rhyme together that people like it's a funny sound to it you know and then i try and switch it to chuck sucks when i have to do it clean and it's like there's still the ucks to it but it just doesn't hit as hard as when i say fuck chuck it's just something i've noticed about people but i'll switch it up if you know if I fucking have to for 10 minutes, whatever. Just over the shit, people. Over it. Don't want to be doing clean jokes no more. Good Lord, we're deep into the podcast already, and I haven't talked about a goddamn thing but clean material. So, I don't know. What's going on in the world? What's going on in your world? You're getting microchipped, are you? Are you all out there getting your fucking your microchips, your fucking vaccines that are, are secret that are secret microchips. Y'all doing that? <laughs> I love, I love it. I love that people still think that they're uh, getting microchipped, which they might be. You know, I can't put it past anybody, but it's something when you're involved or if you have any interest in the conspiracy world, the whole microchipping thing has been around for fucking decades. You know what I mean? They're always coming up conspiracy theorist in you know I don't, I don't say it like it's a bad thing either i know there's a lot of negative connotation when you say conspiracy theorist to a lot of people but i love them man i love them if you don't think conspiracies are going on in the world you're fucking dumb in my personal opinion if you don't think powerful people like talk and try to protect their business and their money and shit like that you're out of your fucking mind i don't know if they're trying to microchip people but i guarantee they are conspiring together to maintain their wealth in one way or another. You know what I mean? So take that for what it is. But people have been talking about microchips for fucking ever. And it's just like... Nobody needs to, to microchip you anymore at this point in time, people. If you still think, you know... I'd like to think that that's what they're doing. Just because it's fun to think about that. It's fun to go, yeah, they're, the, the whole COVID thing is a big hoax. They made it up to get Trump out of office. And to microchip us and it goes hell yeah let's talk about that i just love the idea but it's highly i just don't think it seems so it's unnecessary like you don't what i don't understand what the purpose 
in micro of in microchipping people would be of microchipping in my whatever it is i don't understand why anybody like what the purpose of that would be you know what i mean because at this point are they trying to track you it's like done it's been done you know if you have a phone it's like they're they're already doing it they're already fucking tracking you they know every move they know every single movement that you make whoever they are it's your phone your cell phone service provider you know, Verizon perhaps, or maybe AT&T, or Google. They know where the fuck you've been. They know where you go and when you do it. It's not, uh, you know, and what, va- what, what value does that information have? Why don't you want people knowing you're going to Kroger? What are you doing at Kroger? What are you doing at Kroger that's so sketchy at three in the afternoon on a Tuesday? Why are you worried about it? I don't want people knowing where I'm going either, but at this point, I just don't, I don't worry about it. If I was really concerned about microchipping and the government knowing my every move, which sometimes I do have a little bit of concern, I think they're definitely overreaching uh, boundaries for sure into our personal lives. But, uh, you know, that's how government works. But if I was really concerned with it, I fucking get rid of my phone and my laptop, you know, for all these people. I like how people are going on Twitter talking about they're worried about getting microchip. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? What what are you worried about? If it's such a big deal, go live in the fucking woods. Get rid of the phone. Like, get rid of all the shit. If it is of a great concern of yours, that the government is trying to microchip you and keep track of all your movements, you can fucking end that very easily by just getting rid of all your shit and going and living in the woods. You know? Go off the grid. But people just like to bitch on Twitter (laughs) about how the government is tracking them. And then they get on Facebook and they go, hey, I'm at fucking, uh, I'm at TGI Fridays right now at this very moment. Let me... uh, have a picture with a timestamp and a, a fucking exact location, and I'll let you know who I'm with, you know. But they're like, hey, I'm worried about people figuring out where I'm at. And it's like, you're already letting them know. What the fuck? I just think people like to bitch about something, you know. It's whatever. I'm not worried about the microchip. I still ain't, I'm not, <laughs> I haven't committed to getting the vaccine. Here's my thing. I've been thinking about this is why I don't, uh, Trust doctors that much, you know. I know we're supposed to, and medicine has become so far. Medicine has come far, but people have not. You feel what I'm saying? Doctors aren't special people in my book. They're smart people. I'm I'm sure there are a lot of good ones out there, but they're also trying to make money. So my thing is, like, when I was a kid, uh, some doctor told my mom or told my parents that I had asthma, like real, real bad asthma or whatever. And I might have had you know, some respiratory problems or some shit like that. But I mean, I was like medicated, dude. Like had two or three inhalers. Fucking had some kind of liquid medicine that I'd have to take. I think I had like two medicines I'd have to take every morning. And then once a week, I'd have to take some other shit. And then I'd have to go in every month or every six months. And they'd test me for new shit. And every time I went, they're like, oh, you're allergic to... Now you're allergic to hamsters. We didn't know that before. And it's like one time I went, they're like, you're allergic to grass, you know. So my mom's like freaking out 
that I'm going to die if I'm playing outside or some shit like that. But after like four or five years, I forget. I mean, it was longer than that. I think she stopped at one point. My mom's kind of a hippie too, in a way, you know, that's probably where I get it from. But at some point she just was like, this shit is not helping you at all. And and she just stopped giving me the medicine, you know, altogether, just threw it out, got rid of it, or maybe kept it around for a while. We kept the inhaler. I think she probably still has that inhaler floating around, like just in case or whatever, but I never had any fucking problems ever. Could breathe fine. Could actually ended up uh, being, I was never able to breathe through my nose as a child the whole time I was on medication, you know. I remember one day, it was probably like a couple years afterwards, but I came downstairs and was just sitting on the couch. My mom just looked at me and just like freaked the fuck out. She's like, are you breathing through your nose right now? I'm like, yeah, I guess so. I guess I am. And it's like, changed my fucking life, you know? So I don't know if they were intentionally misleading or whatever it is, you know, if I just got over it or whatever the fuck it was, but I'm a little, I'm always a little skeptical when it comes to this type of shit. You know, I'm not, it's not a government conspiracy thing. It's just like, there's <laughs> people lie. These doctors lie. There was one, my dad had cancer for a very long time and didn't know about it. And he kept going to different doctors and no one could figure out what's going on. Then one doctor was like, hey, we'll just take your, you know, we'll take your appendix out. How about we do that? They took it out and he's just like still deathly sick, you know. And then uh, he finally found a doctor who was like, yeah, you've had cancer for quite some time. And we're surprised that no one found it, <laughs> you know. So that's just where I'm at with the vaccine shit. It's like I'll let it play out for a little bit and see how you all handle it before I go, before I go putting all my eggs in one basket. You know what I mean? Fuck. Crazy times. Crazy fucking shit, people. That's just where I'm at with it. I'm a very skeptical person in life. Don't trust a lot of people. Don't trust a lot of things. <laughs> Have been betrayed. <laughs> so forgive, forgive me if I'm not if I'm not first in line with you for the uh, the vaccine. But please, if you get one, let me know. Let me know how you feel. I genuinely would like to know. If you're out there, let me know. Uh, and you and you got one, or you know someone. Like I, I'd love to talk to somebody who uh, either has gotten it or knows somebody who has. Just to see how they're feeling or, you know, they could be feeling nothing. They might have a strong immune system. It might affect people differently. I don't know. I'm waiting, taking my time with it. Anyway, people, y'all miss Donald Trump yet? I certainly do. <laughs> not, as a, not as a president, but just as, you know, ah, he was, I miss it. The Twitter is no fun. Twitter is no fun, man. The only reason that Twitter was fun for the past four fucking years is because Donald Trump was on there. That was the only reason it was fun. Now it sucks. Why'd you have to go and do that? You took away my fucking fun. I, whatever, you fucking planned a coup or whatever it is. Played the coup with the fucking meth head Walmart employees. Get the fuck out of my face. I don't buy it. <laughs> but he incited them, whatever it is. But hey, here's my whole thing. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think anybody should be banned from Twitter. I think people should say what the fuck it is that they think. Or whatever. My thing is, is now I want to know what these fucking lunatics are up to. You know what I mean? 
all these fucking crazy people planning shit, planning insurgents or whatever the fuck it is, planning takeovers of the government. They're doing it on Twitter. You know what I mean? So everyone was able to keep up with it. And now it's like, well, let's, let's make them go hide underground. And it's like, not only are you taking away the fun, but I think it's much more dangerous to, to silence hateful people. They're like, oh, the, you know, you can build a, a bigger following with your hatred or whatever. And it's like, it ain't going to be that big. I don't, think, I don't think most people buy in. I think some people, I hope most people are smarter than that. But I don't, I support hate speech. I do. Because I don't think you're necessarily hurting anybody by saying words, especially hateful things. And again, I want to know, I want to know who the hateful motherfuckers are so I can keep an eye on them. So I can see when they're fucking coming. You know what I mean? You silence all that hatred. It's not going to go away. You're just not going to know about it until it's too fucking late now. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's how I feel about it. I like, why can't people just be hateful in words? I think it's good to keep an eye on that shit. But you're going to send them underground, and then, and then when they come around again, you're not going to fucking know about it because you, you wanted to silence them. But you can't silence a feeling. You know what I mean? That's what hate is. It's a feeling. Hate's not a word. It's a feeling in your soul. So whatever way you express that, it's like hate speech is like the least. That's like the least damaging way of expressing hatred, I think, is through speech. Because there are a lot of other ways that you can express that feeling that are going to cause a lot more damage than some fucking words. You feel what I'm saying, people? All thoughts from the mushroom, people. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense or if that's trippy or whatever or if you think I'm full of shit, whatever. But that's how I feel about people using hateful words. I support it because I want to know who these people are. And when you give them a playbook and tell them the things that they can and cannot say, that's why you got a bunch of fucking chameleons living amongst you. A bunch of demons. Because you gave them the playbook. So everyone knows how to act and behave. Even if, even if they are filled with hate and rage, they know not to say anything. But they pretend, you know. And that's how people get tricked into shit. Bunch of chameleons walking around. Bunch of people, phony fucks, man. Because you gave them the playbook. You gave them the good person playbook. We don't say these words and you can be fine around us. But it's like, but I feel those words. You know what I mean? Some people feel that shit still. But they know not to, not to say it. And does that make, is that maybe that's a better, does that make society better? Maybe. But you're still not addressing the, the feeling. You know what I mean? You're addressing the words, but you're not addressing whatever that fucking feeling is in the soul. Hatred. Just a thought. Just a playful thought, people. We're getting heavy on a Monday. I like this. I like this. Getting you ready for the week. We're going deep, deep in these waters out here today. I love it. Let's, uh, yeah, I'm just going to miss Donald Trump on Twitter. Uh, it was just so fun. I know he's a piece of shit, dumb asshole, whatever. But, uh, but he's very entertaining. 
And even the people responding to his Twitter are very entertaining, too. But let's get you the fucking animal video clip of the week and get you out of here. This one, people. Very happy, uh, happy ending on this one. Very, very happy ending. No guts, no gore. I'm going to pull up the, uh, the account so I can give you. In case you want to check it out. It's a neat little video. Let me fucking... It's on Instagram, of course. It's called... <laughs> at Claws dot n dot wings claws and wings and it's a great it's a great account (laughs) what do you think what do you think that account is about (laughs) ain't no fucking fish on there I'll tell you that Ain't a goddamn fucking fish on that account, bro. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, it's a great video. It's an interesting video, too. But go check it out if you want to. Uh, It starts a little late, so you don't see the buildup to to how everything plays or everything goes down to begin with, right? Uh, But it is, uh, I believe it's an antelope, like a little antelope, right? That's the beginning of this video. And a cheetah has caught this antelope and is beginning to, you know, it's pinned down to the ground. It's kind of biting and pulling at it a little bit. And a, uh, a hyena walks up and chases, and the cheetah runs away. It doesn't really chase it away. The hyena just walks up and the cheetah bounces, which I did not know uh, cheetahs were afraid of hyenas like that. Hyenas are a little bit bigger than cheetahs, but I just thought... I don't know. I always thought if a cat was eating, like a big cat, and you came up, it would just buck up and fuck up whatever came up. You know what I mean? I've just seen enough like house cats be complete dicks to giant dogs that I figured that cheetah would just fuck that hyena up, you know? But it took off, and then the hyena starts biting at the antelope and kind of pulling on it. But the cheetah didn't go far enough away. Uh... So the hyena then runs and tries to, like, back the cheetah off a little bit more. And it runs towards the cheetah. And as it turns around, the antelope was playing dead the whole time. Hopped up and fucking bolted. It's a beautiful thing. Because it looked like almost rigor mortis as the animals were kind of, like, picking at it. Like, oh, they're just stealing a meal. But it's like this antelope was... He had them all fooled, or she, you know. Just because it did something smart doesn't mean it's a man. It's probable, but not not necessary, not necessarily. I can't make it through one. I can't make it through a podcast without somehow throwing a jab at women. It's just, it's too fun, ladies. It's too fun. And that's, uh, I'm checking the stats. A lot of the ladies, y'all are listening. And I hope, uh, you know, I'm just teasing, just having fun with you. All right. I still haven't gotten any angry feminist letters. And I feel like I'm not doing my job until I get at least a couple, few of those, you know. But fascinating video. (laughs) 
there's no real breakdown to it. I just figured I get I get the jab in at women, and y'all could go check out the happy ending to the video because it's pretty neat. You know, if you're ever uh, in trouble, just play dead. And then if trouble doesn't eat you, because that's the thing is like the antelope's playing dead or whatever. But what if the hyena did not go after the cheetah afterwards? Like you'd just be playing dead while you're getting killed. Kind of defeats the purpose, you know? But good on the antelope, maybe because, yeah, I guess because the hyena thought it was dead and it felt like it needed to handle business. I guess that's how playing dead works, right? Interesting stuff, people. Interesting. Send me your animal video clips of the week. I'd love to see them. Again, you can go to at claws dot n dot wings on Instagram and find that video. There's also a Texas Predator or Predator Texas. I think it's Predator Texas. Texas Predator would be a terrible name for an animal Instagram account. <laughs> Great name for a Republican politician, though. You know what I mean, people? Wow. All right. <laughs> Hey, man, thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. I appreciate y'all. I hope you have a great fucking fantastic week. I hope you're doing well handling all this shit, all the winter shit. And uh, you see Italy, the thing in Italy where people were just at restaurants and they just were like, hey, fuck everybody. We're going to do, we're going back to living. I like that. I respect that. You know, I get that you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to get the vaccine first, but fucking... Salute to fucking Italy for just doing whatever the fuck they want to do. They're like, hey, we're not leaving. We're going to sit here. We're going to eat. Everyone get fucked. We're doing what we do. Love it. So, uh, but you stay inside, you know, you stay inside, stay warm, all that shit. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash utilize shrooms, everybody. Uh, you can support it five bucks a month. I'm going to start doing some live stream stuff too on Twitch. I got a few different accounts set up, so uh, I'll keep you posted on that shit uh, as it comes. Keep an eye on the Instagram and all. My Instagram account, Facebook, all that shit. I'll let y'all know when I'm doing some stuff. Uh, but that's it, man. Hey, thanks for checking it out once again. Enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, I hope we had some fun together today. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Uh, take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else, and I'll catch you all around. Later. Later.